0: The majority of happy customers don't refer, mostly because we haven't made it very easy for them to refer. And so we've got to, as business owners, find a way to get beyond this feeling of awkwardness. Really what it comes from is, you know, underlying every referral interaction is this deep down sales pressure. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. You to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.
1: Hi, and welcome to the online marketing show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Steve Gordon and he is the author of the new book, Unstoppable Referrals. Go to unstoppableceo.net to find out more. In this interview, we're going to be discussing how you can get way more referrals, including how Steve grew his business 10 times by using referrals, why studies unanimously agree that referrals are the very best way to get new business, why business owners find it uncomfortable to ask for referrals, And how to easily overcome it, how to make it extremely easy for your happy clients to refer people to you, the reverse prospecting technique to get inside the network of your clients or contacts and the Johnny Carson method, which will make your prospects actually look forward to your follow up messages. Uh, All this and much, much more coming up. Steve, thank you so much for being on the show. Joey, great to be here. Good to talk to you. Steve, how did you become an expert in referral marketing? Oh, um, gosh, I've been in
0: business for 20 years now. Um, and, and I hate to admit that number, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I started out in, um, in a, a different business. I was, uh, in an engineering consulting firm. We did technical work. Um, and we mostly did it for companies that built subdivisions, built homes. And, um, uh, and what we sold was something that really nobody wanted. You know, our clients didn't want it. It didn't really help make them money. It was just sort of something they had to have to get all of their approvals in place to be able to, to sell the houses that they were building. And so, um, difficult environment to sell in and an environment that a lot of people, especially experts and professionals, themselves in. Um, they're selling something that's really expensive because it takes a lot of time and effort and a lot of expertise to do it. And, uh, and it's something that essentially people don't want. It's not like, you know, we were doing iPhone launches where people were lined up around the corner to hire us, you know, and and pay us. So, Mm -hmm. um, so referrals became really important in that business. Um, I was lucky enough to, to, go there out of college. I was the 10th employee. And, uh, four years later, um, right before I turned 28, uh, I became CEO. And so, um, I got the opportunity to run that company for 10 years and really go from not fully understanding how to go out and develop business to, um, really becoming, um, you know, skilled enough at it that we were growing and, and we grew that company 10 times over the course of that decade. Um, and so, um, uh, so that's really kind of where I started. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, about five years ago now, I, uh, I left that business, went out on, uh, and started a new business helping, um, helping business owners and professionals who specifically who sell expensive products and services, high-dollar products and services, um, and help them attract clients. And so I've been working with businesses that that do that. One of the things that we work on is referrals. A couple of years ago, I taught a, uh, a, a course, on a workshop on how to get referrals, and we had a couple hundred business owners go through it. Mm-hmm. And that was really the point that I realized that everything that I knew about referrals, while it worked... It didn't work for everybody. And so I, I was teaching this, this workshop. We had, you know, a few hundred business owners come through and I, we'd kind of gone out and called through all of the, the current wisdom on how to get referrals. And all of that really boils down to two things. It's go out and ask more often. And once you ask and you get a referral, follow up with them forever. You know, the the term until they buy or die is what people throw around. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of like, you know, what everybody accepted is this is the way you get more more referrals Mm -hmm. and it works. But I went around after those uh, workshops about six months later and met with 20 of the business owners who had been in the workshops. And I asked them, so, okay, you went to the workshop. You said it was great. Um, So what's happened since then? And every one of them said, well, it was great. I mean, we know that that stuff's going to work for us, but we haven't done any of it. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of, you know, set me back for a minute. Like, why are these business owners taking what, you know, we know this is sort of the passed down wisdom of how to get referrals and they're not doing anything with it. And I started asking questions and what I realized is that there's an underlying, uh, really it's an emotional barrier that people put in place to being able to ask for referrals. They're uncomfortable asking. Most people are anyway. There are some people who are, you know, sort of natural salespeople and, and, and they'll uh, find it easier to do. But for most people, they get uncomfortable asking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I heard people say things like, um, you know, it, i'm already you know being paid a lot of money by this client and, and now i'm going to go ask for something you know beyond what they're already doing for me and so there were you know there were those sorts of feelings like uh you know like kind of like i'm lucky to have a client and all of these things were getting in the way of them going and, and asking and getting more referrals and so uh, i thought okay well this is great um You know, the, the, the impact I'd hoped to have with that workshop didn't, didn't go through, but I'm learning something here. And, um, and and so that's kind of how I came to this point. Um, and, um, you know, we can talk more about what some of the barriers are and some of the things that we've, we uncovered, um, after those workshops and talking to these business owners, um, and then what to do about them. But, but that's really how it all came about.
1: Okay, so why are referrals so important? What is so good about a referral?
0: Well, if you look at just about any of the studies that are out there, and there are quite a number of them, somewhere, uh, somewhere between 60 and 70% of all new business comes from referrals. I think the New York Times pegged it at 65%. Um, I've seen other numbers in the low 60s. So somewhere in that range is, is the amount of business that flows through referrals. So if you think about all of the advertising that's done and all of the other marketing and all that, it only accounts for you know maybe a quarter uh, or a third of all the business that's done. The rest is through referrals. So it's a huge volume of the business that's transacted. But more than that, we know that referrals are the best prospects we ever get because when somebody's referred in, they're much more likely to become a client um, and in fact, um, Nielsen, the media tracking company, has studied this. And they found that referred prospects are, are four times more likely to buy than non-referred prospects, you know, prospects that come from cold advertising. So there are a lot of advantages to referrals. Uh, the, the big gap is that um, – and uh, I think John Jantz, who wrote the book uh, Referral Engine, did a great job of highlighting this. He polled a couple thousand business owners. And he asked them, well, you know, where do you get most of your business? And something like 60-some percent of them said, well, the majority of our business comes from referrals. And then he asked the second question. And I've not seen this asked in any other study. The second question, and it's the important one, is so what are you doing to stimulate referrals in your business? And 79.9 percent who said – Yeah, most of our business comes from referrals. 79.9% of those people said, well, we're not really doing anything to stimulate referrals. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they're very important, but we have a big problem. We're not getting any, you know, we're not doing anything proactive to get them.
1: I can definitely vouch for that, Steve. I used to work for a company selling advertising space in a directory and when we would call people up and try to sell them this advertising space, um, the vast majority of them would say, you know, oh, no, I, I, I don't need this. I don't do any kind of, uh, advertising or marketing. My business is just purely word of mouth. Um, which is just, you know, another way of saying referrals. And that was a big objection that we came up against quite a lot. Now, sure, some of those people were just trying to get me off of the phone. They didn't really want me to be calling them. But I think for a lot of the people that I was speaking to, it was genuine. That really is how their business was run. But I think it's a massive point that you made that most people aren't doing anything proactively about getting referrals. It just happens as and when they get lucky. So what we're going to be talking about today is that you have a method, a proactive way to go out and get referrals.
0: Exactly. And, um, you know, what... (sighs) what I discovered in these interviews with these business owners who weren't doing what they knew was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important is that when, you know, when you go to a business owner and they say they get most of their business from word of mouth, they know how to go and get that word of mouth business. They need to go ask for referrals. I mean, you wouldn't find a, a business owner out there that wouldn't, Just inherently understand that, but you'll find very few that are actually doing it. And, you know, a lot of them will then just say, well, you know, I'm uncomfortable asking for them, so I'm just going to do a really, really good job at what I do, and the referrals will flow. Mm-hmm. And of course we all know everybody's got those stories where you did a really great job and somebody did refer you. So it kind of validates that that thinking. The problem is the majority of happy customers don't refer. Yeah. Mostly because we haven't made it very easy for them to refer. And so we've got to as business owners find a way to get beyond this feeling of awkwardness. Really what it comes from is, you know, underlying every referral interaction is this deep down sales pressure. Mm -hmm. If you think about if, Joey, if I'm going to refer you to someone that I know, Mm -hmm. you ask me to to refer you. The end result of that is somebody that I know and care about is going to end up in a sales meeting with you. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be across the table from you or on the phone with you. And at the end of that meeting, if it is successful by everybody's definition of success, It's going to result in a sale, which means the person that I care about who I'm going to send into the sales meeting with you is going to end up walking out of the meeting with a lighter wallet than them than when they walked in. Now, do you have any friends or family members or colleagues that right now, if you called them on the phone and suggested they go to a sales meeting, would want to go to a sales meeting?
1: Probably not.
0: No, um, I don't have any either. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that I might not want to refer you. But especially when we get up into these, uh, these types of businesses that are a little more difficult to refer. I mean, if we're, you know, if you have a restaurant or someplace like that where there's not that, you know, big of a risk for somebody, you know, going in and, and, you know, having a bad experience, it's easy to refer. So if I've gone to a restaurant, had a nice meal, easy for me to say, Hey Joey, you know, you need to, you know, take, take your wife or your girlfriend to, uh, you know, to this restaurant uh, because neither of us has a lot at stake there. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to refer you to um, an attorney or a a vendor, if you're, you know, inside a corporation and I'm going to refer you to a vendor who, uh, you know, may sell you something that costs five or six or even seven figures, um, even if it's something you need, there's a whole lot of trust that has to go on there. And if it goes wrong, there's an awful lot of risk for, uh, for me, the person who's making the referral. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, so there's that underlying sales pressure. And what we found is that if we can remove that, if we can take that out so that the very first step in the new relationship isn't to have a meeting that we can really unlock Uh, so many more referrals. It's a better experience for, for everyone because we're just taking all that risk and that pressure out of it.
1: Okay. So are are there any other obstacles that could keep a business from getting referrals?
0: Well, the big one is, is sales pressure. The other one that comes into play is people don't know when to ask. Mm -hmm. um, And, and they get kind of tied up in knots about when, when to ask. Um, I will tell you that if you can remove that, that, Underlying pressure, the, the problem of when to ask becomes a lot less challenging, uh, because there's just not as much, uh, pressure around it. But, um, you know, people get tied up about when to ask. And so, um, uh, you know, There are a few different keys that we look for um, to trigger that. First is anytime a a customer or client thanks you for anything or expresses gratitude, that's a perfect time. Um, It's an indication that they're happy with what you've done, Um, and it's a moment. I mean, you have a moment to do it. Oftentimes that moment will pass, um, and you've got to get them while they're happy. So those are those are the two big ones um, that, that really trip people up.
1: Steve, in terms of of barriers for business owners doing this, do you ever find that people you know feel that their customers aren't happy, or that perhaps they're feeling that like, they didn't do a good job? You know, they shouldn't be asking for referrals. Is that something that comes up?
0: Well, if you didn't do a good job, that's a different problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if you've got if you've got a service delivery problem, go fix that yeah. because that's going to make everything that you do related to referrals, um, you know. If you've got a problem, you're not going to get any referrals, even if you're asking for them. If uh, if you go fix it, now it's going to make everything work better. So, um, yeah, that definitely can be an issue. But a lot of times what we'll find is that people will think, well, maybe this customer or client isn't all that happy because people don't always tell you. I mean, they don't always give you a lot of feedback. Um and, and they're not doing it continuously. So you've got to look for those little moments where they're, you know, expressing that gratitude. That's a good sign.
1: How about referral partners? I know that this is something that you talk about in the book. What is the best way to build a referral relationship? Sure.
0: Um, you know, everybody likes to go around and, and talk about getting strategic alliances or referral partners. Um, and, you know, in, in my experience, in, networking you know just inside my community inside the industry um, you end up with people going around to Chamber of Commerce meetings and and networking events and all these sorts of things and uh, going from person to person trying to collect business cards and and set up coffee dates or, or lunch dates after that to try and essentially you know mine that person and figure out who they know and that's in my mind' That's, that's kind of the uh, value extraction model of getting referrals. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I used to go to the networking events and do all those things and I would desperately look for people who got it, who understood that it was really a, a two way street that, uh, we were there to, to, you know, help each other. Um, and that it only worked if, if it was reciprocal and, I was in a business that was really difficult to refer. A lot of the people that I was meeting were in businesses that were really difficult to refer. And so I'd go out and try and get a referral for somebody that I'd, I'd met and that I had a, you know, started a relationship with and was building some rapport with. Um, and I found it really, really difficult to do because, you know, if I met an attorney that did estate planning, I might not know anybody that needed that service. And uh, so how am I going to refer them if I, you know, within my sphere of contact, I don't have anybody. So, uh, so again, I like to take a little bit of a different approach to this. I like to give kind of massive value up front to a potential referral partner and, um, and by doing that, I don't mean just giving them a single referral and, and hoping that that you know leads to them giving me referrals. I actually want to train them in how to promote me. And the way that I'm going to do that is I, I'm going to do for them exactly what I want them to do for me. And in the book, I, I talk about um, turning your, your promoters or your referral partners into stars. Um, and what I mean by that is... Give them the opportunity to be showcased in front of all of your prospects and clients and do it in a really low pressure, low key way. Um, my favorite way to do it is actually what we're, we're doing right now, which is an interview and uh, they're really easy to do. All you need is a telephone, uh, you know, and a, a conference line um, and those you can get for free at, at freeconferencecall.com and places like that. And you get this referral partner on the telephone and, um, Work out, you know, in five minutes, a short little outline and then ask them some questions. And in the course of that interview, you record it, you take the interview and then you can send that to all of your prospects and clients. And so what you've done is you've essentially referred them to everybody that you know. Mm-hmm. Now th- they're going to feel this, you know, huge sense of, um, Appreciation for you for doing that because chances are it's never happened to them before. I mean, most business owners never get interviewed, right? It's, it's the dream to, to get that, uh, Oprah interview that, that turns you into, uh, you know, a mega hit in business. Mm-hmm. Um, but for most people, that's not going to happen. Um, but this gives them that, that same sort of feeling. It gives them real value because you're, la- you know, you're, you're letting them share their knowledge with a lot of people at one time. And at the same time, you're training them in how to turn around and promote you to their people. And so at the end of that interview, it's very easy to say, Hey, this was great. Why don't we switch roles and let, let's do this. And, and I can, and we'll send something that's really valuable to your people. And in my experience, um, in, in, doing this, you, it, I can't think of anybody that's ever said no to that. Um, and, and my clients who are doing it find the, you know, the same thing that, uh, their referral partners are very receptive to it, um, can be very effective if you're in a networking group like, uh, you know, like a BNI, uh, you know, or one of the other networking groups can be very effective to gather up the members of that group and interview one another and send it out to everyone's uh, contacts. And and instantly now you've got, uh, you know, sometimes dozens or hundreds or even thousands of people who have been introduced to you.
1: Brilliant. Very cool method. As you were talking there, Steve, I was just um having to think, actually, that, you know, with the internet now, referrals are still happening, but perhaps in a different way. You know, 50 years ago, referrals were just purely word of mouth, people talking to each other face to face. But now with the internet, you know, I'm part of um, plenty of Facebook groups and every so often someone will post in that Facebook group and they'll say something like, hey, look, I'm looking to do some Facebook ads. Who do you know that is great at Facebook ads and can run some stuff for me? Or who is the best person at SEO? Who do you recommend? So, you know, referrals are happening digitally now as well. Yes, absolutely. So Steve, moving on to uh, another point in the book, you also talk about your reverse prospecting method. Uh, What is that all about? Sure, yeah,
0: reverse prospecting is a um a technique to really get in and um, and kind of get inside the network of your clients or your your contacts and um I'll tell you a little story about how this works. I have a client who um just within the last Oh, six weeks or so, has started applying uh, this particular strategy. And um, we had created a short little book for him. He's a, a financial advisor. He sells life insurance. And his uh, target market, his absolute ideal client, is um, a medical doctor who is sort of at the end of their training. And here in the U.S., they call it residency. So people who are at the end of their residency and who maybe are only one or two years um, out into private practice. And, uh, that's, you know, the perfect client for him. And so we created a short little book, um, and, and books are now so easy to create. So we created a short little book for him, uh, called the income protection guide for, uh, new practicing physicians. And before it was even finished, we're having one of our consulting calls and he said, okay, so, you know, we're, the book will be ready, you know, in, in two or three weeks, but I got this, appointment with one of my best doctor clients. How can I take advantage of this? I said, well, perfect. Let's just do some reverse prospecting. And he said, well, what's that? So like, here's what you do. You, He said he had about half an hour before the meeting. I said, go on to the hospital website where this doctor works. And they list there all of the doctors in the different departments So find the, the specialty this doctor is in and print off the list of all of the doctors in that department. Print two copies. I want you to put one copy in, you know, in front of your client at the end of the meeting and you keep one copy in front of you and you give him a highlighter and you say to your client, this is a list of the people who are the doctors that are in your department at the hospital. I just finished writing a book. It's not quite ready yet, but it'll be ready in a week or two. And, um, it's, it describes all of the things that we've done together to really get your financial situation squared away. Um, you know, and it describes them kind of in general terms. And, and, um, I'd love to send the copy of this book to anyone on this list that you think would benefit from it. And if you just highlight the names, I'll send it with your compliments. And so, um, I get an email, uh, about an hour and a half after we got off the phone, after I'd explained this to him and the subject line to the email was 11. And I'm like, okay, well, what is this? You know, what does this mean? Um, and so I open the email and it, Said that's how many referrals I got from doing what you just walked me through. So in within 90 minutes of him learning how to do this, um, and going through what I just described, um, you know, to you is that he he was able to apply it and get 11 referrals. And this is a guy who was, you know, getting four or five referrals a month. Mm -hmm. So in 90 minutes, he got 11 referrals and he said, this is great. I've got another appointment with another client. Two days from now, I'm going to do it again. And he did it again, and he got nine. And, uh, in fact, I had a call with him um, earlier this week, and uh, on the call he said, yeah, I I did it uh, again two days ago, nine more referrals. So he's uh, up to 29 or 30, somewhere in that range, Mm -hmm. um, within the first month or month and a half using this method, he's already done business, I think, with one of them. Um, and for him, if he gets one, you know, one new client a month for somebody in that type of business, it's such a big, uh, you know, such a large transaction size that that's really what he's looking for. Um, and so, um, so it's a really effective way to unlock all of the people that that client knows. Like they know people and you need, if you can figure out who they know or who they're likely to know, and then put that list in front of them in some way. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you uh, many more in- introductions than if you just ask them. Well, who do you know who could,
1: you know, who I could help? My final question is: once you get a referral, how do you then turn that new introduction into a new client? Sure. Well, th- you know, the, the original advice that um, going back
0: to that that seminar that I taught, of "Follow up till they buy or die," is great advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, The problem is it's really hard to do. Follow-up, as you probably know, um, uh, and I'll tell you, I I write a daily email um, that I send out every weekday to all of my clients and prospects, um, and I produce three other uh, newsletters uh, on different intervals. It's a lot of work to put all that stuff together. Um, Most people won't do it. And so... What I figured out was that all of these referrals, if you're doing, excuse me, all of the interviews that you're doing with promoters, with referral partners, you can take those and repurpose them. And let's say you um, you do 12 in a year. You do one a month. It's 12 conversations that you recorded in one year, which is very easy to do. Now you have really valuable and interesting monthly follow-up that you can send out. To all of your prospects and all of your clients and stay in touch. So everyone that's ever referred to you, you just send them the next interview. And, you know, a lot of people at first will hesitate. Well, you know, hey, that's not about me. And that's the point. Most people don't follow up because after the first one or two follow ups where they're just, you know, calling or emailing saying, Hey, I just wanted to check in with, you know, a prospect or with a referral. They, they don't know what else to say. They don't have anything of value to give. Uh, beyond that, and so they just quit following up because they don't want to annoy the person. Well, this gives you a way to stay in front of them and to be bringing them valuable information and valuable content. So you're sort of curating this really great content for them. Um, I call it the Johnny Carson method because if, if you um, you're probably too young, but if if, if you remember Johnny Carson um, from the Tonight Show here in the U.S., you know he would bring. Uh, every night, he'd bring somebody in, bring several people in, sit them on the couch, and interview them. And you know, all of the U.S. would be watching at 11:30 at, at night because Johnny Carson was kind of the tastemaker. Well, you can become the tastemaker for your market by distributing these interviews and and bringing intelligent people to the table and sharing them with your prospects and clients. And it makes your follow up. Something that can be sustained for years because all you've got to do is have that one conversation. And in the book, I, I walk through the steps of how to do it all in 90 minutes a month.
1: And that is actually the subtitle of the book, 10 times referrals, half the effort. And it's great because we can get so many more leads from this method. Um, they're easier to convert because of the trust and, and the endorsement factor of the person referring. And like you said, it, it isn't very taxing on us to do this. It's just a case of doing it, applying it. So, um, Steve, I know that there's a lot more to know about this, and this is why you've written the book, Unstoppable Referrals. Where can we go buy it?
0: Absolutely. Well, it's it's available uh, now on Amazon. And uh, so they can go to Amazon in the U.S. or U.K. or anywhere else in the world, and uh, and they can find it there. The title is Unstoppable Referrals. And they can also go to unstoppablereferralsbook.com and if they go there we're um, as we're recording this it's it's early July uh, and uh, on July 15th 2014 it'll be available free for the day on Kindle and so if you have a Kindle or an iPod or an Android or uh, you know any of the Apple devices um and would like to read it on kindle you can get it free that day um, and if you go to unstoppablereferralsbook.com um, and put in your email address we'll send you the link to get it free the day that it's free
1: okay so that is the 15th of july and when people are listening to this this will be in just a few days time so mark it down on your calendars don't miss that window of opportunity to get this book for free because on the 16th you will have to pay for it again isn't that right steve that's correct, yes. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Steve, for that opportunity and very kind offer. If you're listening to this after the 15th, then please, by all means, go to Amazon and find the book. Steve, also, where can we find uh, a little bit about you? Sure. Uh,
0: my website is unstoppableceo.net, and uh, folks can go there and, and uh, connect with me, and would be happy to hear from them.
1: Great. That's the end of today's show. Thank you everyone for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please support us by leaving a positive review on iTunes or on Stitcher. And finally, Steve, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Joey, thank you. The online marketing show with Joseph Bushnell,
0: helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.